You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, the Binge Sportscast. The NFL is in full swing. It's about time we do our thing. No time for dunks and finger rolls, dropping pucks and scoring goals, home runs and strikeouts off for summer. Tight spirals flying all around, touchdowns abound. Let's talk some football, crushing beers and throwing fits. Let's talk some shit. It's the big sports cast. Call 708-316-8822, you Baba Dicks. Forward down the field, a Lions team that will not yield. Just fired up, TM. And when the yeah. blue and snow wave, you stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Oh, yes, TM. Here we are, Binge Sportscast. The Lions have won three in a row. The Dolphins didn't do anything, but they moved up in the rankings. And it is a glorious Monday. Glorious Monday, TM. What's going on, buddy? Now, the Dolphins may not have won a game. They also didn't lose a game. But we had the New York Jets doing New York Jet things. And I'm telling you, you know... Sometimes a jet loss is more satisfying to me than a Dolphin win. Case in point, this past Sunday, it just doesn't get any better than that. Uh, and the all the pain from their fan base for the last 36 hours I've listened to is just high-quality entertainment. I'm so, really enjoying so myself. Lovely. So lovely. <laughs> but welcome, everybody, to the Binge Sportscast. Uh, I am PJ, and this this lovely man across the way... TM is going to tell us all about the New York media and the New York fan base is just crying a river on how bad their teams suck. I mean, could you have no, no, it no. any worse, TM? Now, now, now. Oh. I just want to correct that statement. It's not how bad their team sucks, okay? Because remember, they were going to the Super Bowl oh, that's less right. than 48 hours ago. But now it's all about crucifying and i use that term and apologies if it offends anyone but that is what is going on right now in the new york media for poor little motherfucker zach wills oh the pain as joe beningo my favorite jet new york sports analyst would say oh the pain they blew the number two pick He is not an NFL-ready quarterback. He never will be an NFL-ready quarterback. He's lost the room. The defense has turned on him. And the best part, PJ, he steps up to the podium postgame and is asked directly, do you feel you let your defense down today? And his response was a short and to the point, no. What? They're done with him. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they're done with him. The fan base is already done. The media is oh. done. The defense is done. I mean, the team, he's probably lost the room. He already lost the fan base. It, this is incredible. I mean, God, I hope they lose on Sunday. They, I mean, they're calling for Mike White. 
I, I, I guess Flacco's hurt. I didn't look into it, but I mean, Joe Flacco, that's all people would be talking about if he was available next week. So, but I think they, they got to make the move. They should have made the move in game. I mean, so, okay. I've got, so, we'll, we'll go over some stats. Yeah. I want to, I want to hear a little bit more. Okay. I didn't, I didn't get to, I didn't get to watch any of the game. Uh, my own 11 year old son was looking at my phone. He's like, dad, is this a real score? And it was three to three at the essentially, you know, end of the fourth quarter not quite but almost the end of the fourth quarter and um all I was you know seeing was complaints about uh your boy and you know I yeah he's terrible so the question and and maybe maybe we'll leave that we'll leave the question I'll I'll save my questions uh but yeah we had um a lot of things happen this weekend in the NFL obviously the Lions I was going. I, I I was on Twitter. So, lion. The game starts. Lions stop the Giants, and then the Lions score in the first drive, kick a field goal, and then Daniel Jones all of a sudden starts looking like the next coming of Mike Vick. I'm on Twitter looking. I always just love to go on there and just like see all their overreactions as the games are going. And Daniel Jones runs in that first. Like you would have thought that this guy was fucking Michael Vick. It was unbelievable. <laughs> And then I start sitting to myself. I'm like, so I'm counting. I'm like, that's two drives, 12 plays. Okay, so they're done with the scripted plays now. And Daniel Jones actually has to start playing quarterback. Okay. And the worst defense in football manhandled your Super Bowl contending New York Giants. Unbelievable. Oh, it feels wow. so good. feels so good, DM. feels it, so good. It certainly was. It certainly was an embarrassment. And, you know, there was a vibe around New York all last week. People were ex- kind of expecting it. Like, it was a look ahead to Dallas this coming Thursday. And, you know, a lot of respect for your team. I've, I've heard several times, Lions are better than the record. Lions are better than the record. It's funny how, you know, after Miami goes down there, puts 30, I guess, was it 31, 27, 30, yep. whatever it yep, was. Yep. Yeah, 31, 27. And we did what was expected because the nation said Detroit's got the worst defense and they can't stop Miami. You hung with us. It was a good game. We beat you in the second half. And you've really kind of shut everybody down since. Now, are, is it true you're a top five run defense? I mean, I, if if we are, it's not for any other reason, I think, that then, like, people can just, like, why would you have to run the ball if you guys are just standing 10 yards open? We had this conversation when we played the Dolphins. Like, there's not a guy within 10 yards of all the receivers. So, um, I don't know that that stat's true. I, I mean, our defensive tackles are nobodies, you know, for the most part. So, I don't know. I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I just It was said to me today, and I was like, well, I have not come across that stat. But I mean, we just – I mean, we gave up 150 yards rushing to Justin Fields, so I can't imagine that we're that great. Right, Jeez, right, yeah. So burpy. Uh, anyway, uh, no, yeah, it's not it me was, this week. What's that? It's, it's not me this oh, week. Yeah, me. Yet, yet, yet. But yeah, we'll get into all these games. It's uh, as we were talking pre-show, TM. We didn't dive in. We weren't sitting on our couches on Sunday watching all of these. But we definitely have some uh, watch some watch a lot of the uh, recaps of the games and have a lot of BSVs. I'm sure a lot of them are from Jets fans. 
And, uh, you know, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if our Vikings correspondent is even alive to call in after the <laughs> shlackling that the Vikings got. I mean, Chad, are you there? No, um, I just gotta say, I just gotta say, okay. So besides not getting a really, I, I didn't, I didn't get to watch. I had to work. So I wasn't watching any games, but we, I even got home after dinner. We went to dinner, put the kid to bed. We were watching, um, white Lotus and then finally at 11 o'clock, I get to switch to the Sunday night game. And the first thing I did once we got that game on the TV was I went to our chat, started from the last time I had commented, and just <laughs> scrolled through the afternoon. And it, there really, I thought there would have been a lot more chatter than there was. But when I got to that part where the comments were coming in about the Vikings, you could just tell how annoyed Chad was. <laughs> like... You, all you had to do, Chad, all you had to do was just say, hey, whatever. Right. Like, you lost 40 to 3. I mean, what's, yeah, it's not like you were close. The game, you got beat. Forget it. You know, they're not even going to watch film on that game. They're just going to move right on to Thursday. So forget it. But he was just like getting testy. And I'm just like, oh, these guys aren't taking enough advantage of this. He really could have worked his nerve if he wanted to. I mean, I don't know what, how I would have felt. If I'm 8-1 and one and my team gets destroyed like that, it's probably got to be extremely irritated. Irritating. Yeah. But uh... Well, and I think because <laughs> forever, until last week, right? Until last week, and really up until 10 minutes left in that game against the Bills, everybody's theory on the Vikings was kind of right. Right? I mean, right. like... Like, ah, the Vikings haven't played anybody. They're really not that good. They're not as good as their record. And then all of a sudden, Shamrocks start flying out of their anuses, and they beat the Bills. Somehow, someway, Christmas miracle, whatever. And now they go and they – I was going to say they go to Dallas. They weren't. They were at home. Dallas comes in and says, eh, our good defense is going to shut down your – better than average offense i guess and then we're just gonna run it up on you and i i before it's i even turned around ver- i mean it was 20 to nothing 20 to 3 whatever it was yeah i mean this to to look at minnesota over the last two weeks and dallas for that matter i think that really kind of sums up the season right you go Minnesota pulls out a crazy miracle victory in Minnesota. I mean, in Buffalo, they're on cloud nine, beat the team that's the Super Bowl, the preseason Super Bowl favorite. And Dallas, meanwhile, just blows a game in Green Bay against the team that everyone is on, on under a microscope, just destroying the Packers, just being so bad. I mean, it's just like a national story how bad the Packers are. Pull off a miracle win against Dallas, and then you just flip flop completely the next week, and Dallas destroys minnesota it's just like uh i I think that just sums up and proves this statement i'm about to make betting on this league is dumb because you just (laughs) i mean it is so week to week we've said that a million times but i mean this season it's so week to week and here's what i want to discuss with you to get your take on this okay i listen to a lot of gambling podcasts throughout the week Probably the demise of my season because I'm losing this year where normally I'm pretty good. I think I have to stop listening to other people's opinion and just make my own. But anyway, last week the line comes out. 
Dallas at Minnesota, minus one and a half. And everybody that does this for a living just says, oh, well, that line absolutely stinks, Kittle. Boom. That line absolutely stinks. How could they possibly be favored after what just happened this week? And everybody took Dallas. And it was the biggest, it was probably the most comfortable bet of the season if you had Dallas yesterday. Yeah. It was, it was. 100%. So what do you make of that? Because you know me, it's all fixed. How does Vegas, I mean, they just put it out there. Here's, here's, let's make Minnesota one and a half point dog against Dallas at home. They're just begging you to take the Vikings. What, like Chad blames it on one offensive lineman's injury. That was the best part about the chat. Yeah, no, it wasn't just, there was, there was about six or seven chat or messages in a row from Chad about, excuses and, and i totally agree with you and i'll get back to your question but i i agree with you now that i'm remembering every he just should have been like yeah dude whatever we, just, we blew it all last week this was our uh you know i mean they did it for him he was there at buffalo they shot their load for him yeah that's it he should be just happy. taking a week off so they can get ready for thursday um yeah so they didn't i don't have know to man I, I the thing is is that you would have thought that dallas would have had this fire coming last week, right? For McCarthy and, you know. The, well, they were the up 28-14. No, that game, they won that game too. And then they freaking didn't get, they blew that one third down and gave him the ball back. I That's mean, right. I, they were putting that game away. That's, you know. I, I just, the every time I think about the fixes in, right, that the, that it's scripted, that it's, I just I think of all the moving parts that would have to be like for them to just like it's it's like there's a puppet master and we're all just compute we're in the matrix and they're just creating a symphony of of ups and downs and keeping us all there and yeah and, and just, I I am sitting at a restaurant. And the, t- the TV's nowhere, like, it's across the room and to the right. And I just keep glancing up every so often. I mean, it was an unwatchable game. But every time I looked up, it was Pollard running for a touchdown or a sack of Cousins. And it was like, hike, sack. Hike, sack. There was, they were in the backfield and Cousins was on the ground in two seconds. I mean, I'm looking up right now how many sacks they actually had because I feel like it, I saw six. It, I think it was at one point, and again, I was also sitting at a restaurant watching it, and one until point, they changed it, came, it until yeah. the game was changed. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, the comment yes, of the I week. Made, I made the comment. So we're sitting in the restaurant, and they obviously had like direct TV or Sunday ticket, and the Vikings game was on one screen, and then the the. Uh, the Bengals and the the Steelers game was on the other. And then all of a sudden, and mind you, midway through the third quarter, it goes to the studio and they, and I, there, there's no sound, but I can hear them talking about the Bengals Steelers game. I'm like, wait, are they, are they fucking changing the chat? Are they going to this game? And sure enough, all of a sudden, all the screens in the bar, were Bengals Steelers. I couldn't believe I've never seen them change a game. Usually it's like five minutes left, ten even ten minutes left in the fourth quarter. No. The Vikings didn't show up so much that they couldn't even get mid they couldn't even get through the third quarter to give fantasy owners a hope 
that Justin Jefferson might do something. Or Kirk Cousins. Chains, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, Kirk Cousins. What? I fuck. Oh, uh, who cares? That nerd. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't. Seven sacks, I, f- I find here. Seven, Seven sacks. Jesus Christ. All right, Tim, let's, let's, let's stop all this. Let's just get right into BSV. TM and I said, let's keep this timely day. We want to hear from you guys. And uh, let's just let's just fucking get to that because that's much more interesting than what we've got to say. <sighs> it's not in the way that you tweet us. It's not on the Facebook messages. It's not in the way you've been PJs. Stop being assholes. It's not All right, so TM, I've got, and we don't pre-screen these, but I know who's calling and I know when they call. And there are, there's a group of, which will be the Jets game calls. And then there's the group for the Minnesota, but some of them are early. Okay, I'm just going to make an executive decision here. All right, this first one, so just talking on, our boy, Chad. Chad called in on Wednesday. Wednesday of last week. So let's hear this before what happened on Sunday. Here we go. All right, boys. I have to call in. I'm actually in the middle of listening to the sportscast. You guys kind of got through my calls. I'll tell you about that second one. Massively drunk. Really drunk. That was like us walking into the game. Super drunk. You got some of that video in the group, too. Uh, but here's what I got to say. Cause I got I, I to talk to my bitter team of the North here, my bitter rival, my bitter my bitter PJ, okay? He, he, he's not buying in on the Vikings yet. I get it because we keep slipping by, you know, oh, seven games straight with a single point or single score winning streak. By the way. This is awesome. (laughs) What you guys failed to mention that, and I've brought this up, I've said it. This team makes plays in the fourth quarter. This is four straight games with interceptions in the fourth quarter. All right? What you guys failed to talk about is the defensive play in the fourth quarter. He's drinking on Wednesdays. Stop. (laughs) <laughs> they are doing things. They are creating turnovers. And I think that's the difference maker. The team's not giving up. It's not like last year when we were doing well offensively, but we would give up on one side of the ball. They are playing a full game, and I, I do think that's a difference maker. Yeah. Wait, wait. You said a full game? A full game? The defense clearly, clearly played – a half of a quarter? Half of a quarter? Uh, anyway. Yeah, I'm not no, 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 satisfied. No. This that we, week they didn't play at all. Yeah, I mean, I mean, 
You're right. <laughs> I'm a blowout game. I love it. And I could be eating my words come this week. I mean, it's only Wednesday right now. We have Dallas, which is another tough, tough matchup. I don't yep. agree with you guys that Bills aren't that good. No, they are. They're good. They're a good team. The NFL, I think what you guys are still failing to realize that a lot of oh, wow. teams are better this year, and some are not so much better, right? Huh? And as long as we keep doing what we can do in the fourth quarter, this team keeps playing as a team like they are and making plays when they have to, it is a good team. Okay, They are doing what they have to do to win, and at the end of the day, I will keep saying it week after week, sir, uh, that's what matters. I even looked at Eric when the fourth quarter began, and I go, well, if anything, this is the Vikings quarter, baby. Fourth quarter, let's go. All right? I was down. I was quiet. You know, I felt like the game was over, but I said there was hope. Fourth quarter, baby. It's our quarter. It's a defense quarter. Hopefully I'm right again this week against Dallas at home. Mm. Hopefully we get a big W. Skull Vikings. <laughs> It's your boy, Chad D. Who's going to the playoff Super Bowl this year? It's the boys, the Minnesota Vikings. Let's go, Vikings! Just kidding. No, we're not doing that. But uh, I love... I would have sat here and listened to that (laughs) whole thing. Uh, I'll do it every week. Don't worry, dude. There will be plenty more (laughs) for us to listen to that. Okay. Yeah, listen. This guy's so cocky midweek last week. He's he's calling our show and telling us all the shit we don't know. Okay? Well, first of all, sir, you're way wrong. You lost 40 to 3. You stink. I, there better be a call in this run here of you just calling up and saying, fuck it, we lost, let's move on. Now, there are not teams in the NFL, In okay, in my opinion, I do not believe there are teams this year that are better. I think most teams are worse. I feel that the quality of these teams is down. That's my opinion. I think that when there's team, I mean, and my team is suspect to this, as well, I'll I will admit that the Jets, the Dolphins, the even the Bills, just to you know harp on my AFC just a second here, we're all beating bad teams most of the time. I mean, Miami seven and three. We just went on a run where we beat. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we beat trash. Hey, and we got Houston next. <laughs> you you guys gave us the best game. There's a sure. lot of bad teams this year. I'm sorry, that's my take, and. I don't even know what you're talking about trying to tell me what. So your point is there's a lot of good teams in the NFL. Your team is one of them, and they're a great team because they turn over the ball. They get turnovers in the fourth quarter. Okay, great. You're in a division with the Packers, the Bears. Watch your No offense, my friend. Watch your mouth. The Lions. Although the (laughs) Lions are, excuse me, though. Now, let's not sleep on the Lions. 4-0. You know, I mean, they're on a roll, so hey, anything you know can happen. What? Second place in the NFC North, my friend. Let's oh, go. That's all you have to know. That's all you have to know. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> okay. Now look at the AFC West, which was supposed to be the greatest division of all time. You have the Chiefs, 
and you have the five and five Chargers, and you can just sweep the other two teams out of the conversation. Okay, so what are we getting at? What are you getting at here? It's not a bet. How is it a better league? Those teams were all were all supposed to be so good and beat each other up, and there's one team at the top that's always there, and everybody else can't get out of their own way. Should I continue? Seattle is in first place in hey, the hey, NFC West. Don't don't look don't sleep on Gino. Look at the no. NFC South. <laughs> Brady just crawled to 500, and he's already anointed the yeah. division winner. The, this is not he, a good league. Anoint, this is not a good league. After he's two and zero after the divorce. All right. Well, here there we go. go. Hey, hey. In fairness to Chad, let's not tear him apart yet. He did call back. After, no, I'm our, I'm not tearing him apart. The, Forget that. I don't care about the Vikings. I'm I'm getting annoyed now. He's fucking insulting my intelligence when I waste every Sunday of my season watching all this garbage football. Go ahead. Okay. Here we go. What up, Ben Sportscast? It's your boy, the Duke. And what's this I'm Sunday at three thirty? Because I'm always here. I'm yeah. like some other fans. Fuck you, you Chad. I'm sure PJ's loving it. He's gonna, you know, in division rival, whatever. It's cool. Fuck you, it. Chad. I deserve it. Uh, I'll take the hits. Um, but like everyone is like acting like all of a sudden Dallas isn't a good team. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm completely sucked on their offense, although they're destroying us today. Um, but they're taking. He's calling in game. He had nothing better to do. This is uh, <laughs> he had nothing better to do. Six forty-three on Sunday. So this game was. This was right after they cut the national feed. Yeah, he said, oh, might as well call Smokescast. <laughs> that we have out there. Because uh, we have some key injuries today. Um, oh, God. Come on, Chad. And oh, no, let's hear this. Micah Parsons is real. I mean, clear defensive MVP running right now, like running away with it. Uh, that defense is solid. Defense wins championships. I'll say it over and over again. Where was yours? Defense. I think a lot of Defenses people turned people like over in the fourth quarter, too. Spoiled you. by offense, offense, offense. I'm all Where? for the game as a defensive guy myself, defensive coach, defensive mind. Um, Always got to get that coaching comment in there. They have a solid chance of winning the Super Bowl with that defense. It's definitely a Super Bowl caliber defense and, and here's the fact i'm not like a lot of people in this league i've had a lot of fun this year so far as a fan these vikings have had a lot of fun this year which is different from what it was and i'm still enjoying it yeah today was miserable it is miserable but like move forward uh we got another tough matchup we don't have a great record against belichick and the patriots so hopefully we can turn things around and right the ship this week and uh, bounce back with a win on Thursday night. Um, just nothing to say. I mean, I projected this five weeks ago. I said, win the next two and then split with Dallas and Bills. So if I were a parlay betting man, I'd be doing pretty damn good. Uh, if I do say so myself, you know, that's, you know, I'm getting this gambling thing down. So uh, <laughs> move on past this one, learn from it. Take what we can, and let's hopefully this team just keeps having fun. Skull Vikings! This team, Whoa. up north, Hola. they got Cook and Justin Jefferson. This team, up north, oh, King Kirky Cousins, can you handle it? Minnesota, the Vikings weekly call with a dude. <sighs> now, Chad, as always, appreciate the call. Thank you. No matter 
Rain or shine, Chad is calling in with his opinion. And you know what? I We talked about it enough, but I just, you know, no excuses. Just It's just one of those games. It is what it is. It's like one of those, like, we deal with it in college football all the time. Sometimes, all the time. Sometimes your team just sucks. You're like, okay. Yep. We suck this year. See you later. See you next year. And I'm not saying that. I'm just, some games you just don't show up. Some games teams have your number. It's it's like us against uh, the Giants. The Giants, Sunday. sure. Like us, same, story, same story for the Giants on Sunday. Right. And then and then uh, us playing New England. We lost 29 to nothing. I mean, it's it just yeah, there you go. Sometimes shit happens, and you're just like, okay, see you next time. That's it. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing. There's nobody <clears throat> sitting here saying that you guys are any better. I think the the outcome of that game changes the opinion of your team for nobody. If people thought your team sucked, they're like, eh. Proves my point. They stink. If people think that you're good, you just kind of like, yeah, it's the NFL. Shit happens. It came off an emotional win. Got a short week coming up, as as TM said, looking forward, you know, uh, to New England. It is what it is. Just chalk it up and just be like, yeah. And, yeah, you can say that you have offensive linemen hurt and X, Y, or Z, but – there's always going to be there's always going to be somebody hurt and good teams manage to make those holes less effective right or like make those holes less uh noticeable right so you do things to counteract the Micah Parsons you do things to have uh you know your offensive line not have to do as much because what's going to happen, Chad, in eight weeks when you're playing Dallas in the first round? Yep. That's what I was just going to say. I'm looking forward to wildcard Dallas Cowboys headed to Minnesota. <laughs> Division winning Minnesota. And hopefully your, uh, your coaching staff knows how to adjust. But that clearly, I mean, what was it? The, the score at halftime was 20 to 3. And then when yeah, they, it was over. When they cut from the game. But. 20 to 3 though. No, it's not over, but it was over. if you were watching any of it, it was over. Yeah, Dallas just it but you're was right. like 17 points is not over, but eh, that game was the, over. The way that the game was going, absolutely. So Yeah. Chad just chalk it up to whatever. Just, just move. I on. think he's hand he's handling it fine. Um as as I hoped he did. So that's good. Um I just again, uh, let's let's move on, but I will Continue to disagree with him. He'll be texting me after he listens to this, and we'll be arguing about this whole good teams, bad teams thing because I don't think I think there are way more bad teams than good teams. But I'll hold my breath on that. Let's move on. I think if if you were to ask me, I think there's just a bunch of mediocre teams. And, yeah. and isn't that what a bad isn't bad and mediocre the same thing? That's what, I, I mean. I guess. consider that the same. I guess, yeah. but it's like you know. It's like the the fucking Eagles, right? The Eagles had to come back down to the Colts. They're down ten to sixteen to ten or whatever, and they scored you know late in that game to win seventeen to sixteen. Ooh, sixteen I mean, to three, wasn't it? And they were getting know. beat pretty I, good. Yeah, I mean, and that team's you know, and 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 the Colts aren't. They weren't 
and and who knows? Jeff Saturday's clearly got them out firing on all cylinders, but <laughs> with Matt Ryan, do we have to talk about that? I'm uh, sorry. I mean, God. But that if goes, they would have won, if they would have won that game, I mean. But that you know that, you know, that you know that cliche saying all bets are off. Yeah, I should have said that week two. Because that game, I didn't bet it. I had Eagles minus one in a parlay. Thankfully, it was on an app, so that parlay is still alive. But Jesus, Hurts, 190 yards and a touchdown. Hurts, 86 rushing. I mean, this Colts D. I understand the Colts are slow starters and all stuff like that, but this year they're just Jekyll and Hyde. But can we can we start to question the Eagles a little bit now? Sure, of course we can. Because there we can. was... The, the problem was is that the Eagles went and, like, demolished the Vikings, right? Everybody's favorite team, the Vikings. They struggled with the Lions to start the year. And then well, they go to now Minnesota. Hold now, hold or, now, hold on. They were up 38-21 in the fourth quarter, and you scored twice. I mean – Okay. You're, no, no, I you're right. I wouldn't say struggling. Right. And then, and then yes. with Minnesota, it was 24-7 at halftime, and then there wasn't another point scored. Then they took care of business with Washington, 24-0, until Washington scored eight points in the fourth quarter. I, I think you could say they kind of struggled with Jacksonville, Arizona, Houston on Thursday night, which that was a fixed game because they didn't call any penalties to keep the spread low. Yeah, yeah right, here we and, go. Here we go. Here yeah, we go. And then, <laughs> it was. And then they lo- and then they lost to Washington. This and then this week it was the two games that they didn't look particularly good in. But again, it's hard to go undefeated. It's hard to go undefeated though. I mean, course. the pressure builds. Of uh, yeah, of course. And I'm not saying that they're a bad team. I think they're just not. Un- they're not a. They're not the fucking. Patriots of 08. Or they're whatever. a good team. They're a good team in the NFC. Okay, and the NFC no one is in the NFC life, right? is great. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Nobody. That is. I nobody. think that's the the most truthful thing that anybody said is nobody is great in the NFC. I think Dallas. Oh come on! Right no. now, if you had to ask me who's the best team in the NFC, I think right now it's Dallas. And and I know that upsets Chad, but let's throw the records aside for a second. Dallas, because the Eagles' defense isn't winning these games. At all, right? Their Super Bowl run not too long ago, that was all about defense. They went in as a number one seed without their starting quarterback, and they just defensively dominated three games and then got to the Super Bowl and had a party. Or I guess they they won two games and then got to the Super Bowl and had a party. But Nick Foles, a quarterback. So that this is not even close to the same type of Eagles team. This Eagles team is kind of more like my team, where they can, you know, the offense is explosive. They can score a lot. But now we've got tape of 10, 11 weeks. People are figuring it out. So, I, you know, going into the postseason, I mean, I like Dallas over the Eagles because of the defense. I agree. I mean, and I might like Tampa over the Eagles because of the defense, like, and the Niners. So, and then the Niners are also a very good team. I mean, that's I think they keep getting overlooked here a little bit, but oh, they're going to yeah, win I mean, that division. I know, but we're watching tonight. Garoppolo's fine. I just 
I don't know. Yeah, this game, it's raining, it's in high altitude, neutral site, it's in another country. No, like, just winning. Women go home. They got to just talk, win and go yeah. home. I'm not talking about fucking tonight. I totally forgot right. this is in Mexico, but... Uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm just looking at the standings. But not right a now. great team. Not a great team. Again, there's no, I, there is not a great team in the NFC. This I'm looking at right. So right now, TM, the the division leaders are the Eagles, the Vikings, the Seahawks. Yes, the Seahawks and Geno Smith at six and four, That's and Tampa Bay at five and five. Those are your division leaders. The wild cards are the Dallas Cowboys, the New York Giants, and the San Francisco 49ers. Like, is is it that Giants stay making the playoffs? The NFC East is that bad, and maybe they're just all no. There's not one under five hundred team in that division. I know. I just I they're just beating up on everybody. They're beating up on the NFC North. That is the problem. The NFC North and the although we're two and one against them. The NFC North and the NFC South. I mean, they're all eh, never mind. Everybody's just there's a lot. There's a lot of bad, bad teams <laughs> in the <laughs> NFC. I'm sorry. You the know Eagles what it is? And the Vikings yeah, are the two. No, the Eagles and the Vikings and the Giants. I mean, these are the teams that are taking advantage of it. You know what, TM? The and Giants just, are not good. I'm having this like, it's not maybe an epiphany, but we talked about who we we've over the past couple of weeks we've talked about the transition from old guard to new with in terms of the quarterbacks right yes yes so let's look at the quarterbacks in the nfc okay so jalen i'm going in order of you know nfc division leaders so jalen hurts kirk cousins geno smith tom brady dak prescott daniel jones jimmy garoppolo Tyler Heineke, Marcus Mariota. Stop me when you hear an actual legitimate quarterback. Jared Goff, Kyler Murray, who's not even playing tonight. Um, Who's the Saints quarterback? I don't even know at this point. Andy Andy Dalton, (laughs) yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford, maybe. Whoever's for the Carolina Panthers and... Justin Fields. Stop me when you hear a 100% well, legitimate number one. I don't, I mean, who? Who's in out, outside of the Dak old? Prescott. You, Dak you Prescott. might be right. You might be right. That might be would, yeah. the only one. And then maybe Jalen and Jalen Hurts. Well, right. But Jalen Hurts is new guard. J, Jalen Hurts statistically is been great now you know i mean he's good he's very good he didn't even have 200 yards this past week but he's still new guard coming up of i mean Dak's kind of right in the middle middle? i think Dak and 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 listen i gotta say it too i mean cousins cousins would at least be sure yeah those two are in the same you put them in their own category right they've both been in the league for a while but they're not a transition yeah they're not in their downturn they'd be probably in their prime i mean how old is kirk cousins uh, he's I mean, he pl- played what? He was on 30? Washington first. Okay, yeah, he was so on that's Washington a pr- about four prime. or five years. Yeah, he's probably about thirty. He's in his prime. Dax in his prime. Dax just had a lot of injuries, so he's always coming back from something. Um, Kyler's yeah, he's he's unhealthy. I what guess Kyler would be... his third year. His yeah. Third year? No, yeah. more than that. Right. Okay, right. so then he's yeah, he should be better. 
But that's what, that's, anyway, we don't have to go. But yeah. when we, we'll do the same. I mean, when we talk about the AFC, we'll do the same. And, and that's when you'll start hitting those triggers, right? All these guys. Oh, yeah, are like, of course. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Where in the NFC, it's all up in the air. You know, it's, it's guys that nobody's confident of, I guess, is my whole point, right? Yeah. It's also not a coincidence that our resident Minnesota Vikings fan has to constantly preach team when Kirk Cousins is his quarterback. I mean, that's, you know, nobody, his yeah, quarterback takes so much shit. Right. It's like nobody in, right. or in uh, Kansas City is preaching team, team, team. Right. Exactly. <sighs> Oh, right, my well, God, the post game last night. Speak of the devil, the post game last night. I mean, I never saw two cocks down guys' throats deeper. I mean, friggin' 69 and uh, Mahomes and Kelsey. It was just like, Jesus, guys, get a fucking room. Oh, I love you, man. Yeah, this guy needs the room. He's everything. He's the best. He's, oh, my God, shut up. If you're playing a competent. If they're, oh, that game. All right, let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh so back to the calls that's it for the nfc thank you everybody nothing to talk about all the nfc teams suck um <laughs> lions except for the except for the lions bro three in lions, a row man baby. lions and for all those and listen i still think dan campbell <clears throat> has a lot of in-game learning to do he's like a rookie quarterback right but I'm glad to see, and I talked about this last week or two weeks ago, at some point, the philosophy needs to start working. The, you know, next man up, you know, play every snap, blah, blah, blah. That all needs to start working. So I don't care about the fucking picks anymore. I'm tired about fucking worrying about picks. Do what you're doing. Get your team behind you. Want guys to play for you and learn how to win. That is 90% of the NFL right now. Just learn how to win. Yeah, some days you're going to get beat, you know, 29 to nothing. Or the Viking. What was the end of the Vikings score anyway? 40 to 3? Something like that? 40 to 3. Yeah. Learn how to win. Most days you're not going to lose 40 to 3. Right. Enjoy (laughs) who you're playing for. Want to play for them. So, Dan Campbell, I like the direction that the team is finally going. You're winning. They're feeling confident. Some of the in-game stuff I'm still not 100% with. However, you're winning games. You're 4-6. and six. You've already outdone yourself from last year, and it could be a lot different. I mean, you know. There are. I'm wait. I'm waiting for the J. The J. Missing Williams, uh, reveal party coming because it's coming at some point. Tm, get him on your fantasy. Let's go, J. Mo Williams, baby. Gonna be be like uh, Reek Junior. That's what they're calling him, Reek Junior. Just so you know. Sorry, Reek Junior. Yeah. Wow. You, you don't know? You don't know? <laughs> no, I know I who mean, Jameson Williams is. I was so pumped when you got him. I love Bama. <laughs> so anyway. All right, let's go. Uh, back to the calls. Here we go. Let's see where this is from. Gentlemen, movie freak. I uh, am Ooh. calling. It's about midweek here. Uh, getting ready for another NFL Sunday. Going to be in Gillette Stadium for Pat Jets. 
should be a good time. But uh, this call was Wednesday, by the way. Wednesday. Uh, you know, I'm catching up on my weekly podcasts, and uh, I heard an interesting take about the Bills, and I kind of wanted to get your thoughts. I know you guys talked about this a little bit last week, but I heard a stat that the Bills are something like two and eight in one score games, or it was something like that. And the guy that was talking, he was talking about the fact that basically the Bills have a problem where they're, you know, they go for two a lot, or they don't necessarily take the field goal when they should, and they're trying to play hero ball too much. The Josh Allen sometimes will, you know, when he goes Super Saiyan, it's awesome for the Bills, but there are other times when he's maybe doing too much and he's trying to win the game when really he could just play to not lose and maybe the team would be put in a better position. Do you think that's an issue for them? Because it's really weird the past month. I I don't know. I feel like his play has dropped off slightly. Still an awesome quarterback, but... Uh, I, I don't know. There, there seems to be something to that. I know none of us are Bills fans, so maybe the Bills fans can actually uh, clue us in as to what the fuck is going on there. But, uh, yeah, it seemed to be an interesting point that, you know, as, for as good as the Bills team is, for some reason they, they, they don't necessarily always play to not win. They're, they're actively trying to hero ball at the end of games, and that's kind of what's biting them here. But uh, I don't know. Interesting take. Wanted to get your thoughts. All right. Peace. Look at this guy calling in about the Bills. Uh, Tim, What I mean, I'm going to leave this to you. So I didn't get to watch any of the uh, Bills game, obviously. Bills and Cleveland in Detroit, mind you. Yes. Uh, what are, what's, what's the, what's the prognosis? How do people feel? I know well, early in that game, people were very, very not impressed with the Bills. No, but again, let's okay. He now remember he called days before that game. Correct. So just to Jack's point, um, and I think I may, I think I said this last week. I'll just reiterate it um, because I still feel very strongly about this. I think that <laughs> I think their OC is an arrogant dude, and I think the play calling. Uh, the play calling leads to Jack's point. Like, they are always trying to hit the big play. They, I mean, Eric complains weekly that they abandon the run constantly when it's working because they're just trying. It's just Allen to Diggs, Allen to Davis for a 75-yarder. Yes, they 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 are playing hero ball. I agree, actually, a little bit um, because I think every time they step on the field, they are the better team. I think they have the most talent. Every time they step on the field at all, at all positions. I mean, their defense when healthy has got to be the best defense in the league talent, like on paper. I mean, they are just their secondary. A lot of it's gone now, but man, like such good players. And I, I do believe that. Yes. I, I mean, I'm just trying to agree it, but I also think that this offensive coordinator of theirs, that's not, you know, he's a new guy this year. I, I just think it's just constantly just trying to make the big play and be that offensive team. And, and they, yes, that's the league. And But I think sometimes – I think what's happening is you're seeing injuries and, and you're seeing these fast-paced games where guys are getting hurt. And I think, to Eric's point, you know, slow the game down. When you are so much better than your opponent, 
like for instance, I mean, I still think they're fucking better than the Jets. They could have just established, tried to establish the run, which they never did, and run some short outs, get rid of the ball quick because the Jets have a pass rush, just get a lead and then beat them up. But they didn't do that. They just kept trying to hit the, the long ball down the sideline and, in effect, yes, play hero ball, and it's irritating. And they're t- I think they're 2-8 and eight in close games, and I bet a lot has to do with the fact that they can't be. They're probably shocked that they are close with half of these teams because I think there is an arrogance to that team. It's a confidence. Sorry, Eric, but you know I think a lot of times that's what happens in this league too. Like for instance, Eagles, um, Commanders last Monday. Did you happen to see like all the memes going around about how, what the Eagles showed up wearing that night? Like how decked out the players were coming no. into the stadium, and then they just got their ass kicked at home right off the field like i think that i think you can chalk that loss up to arrogance yeah and then and and then they kind of were recovering from it this sunday in indianapolis and it took them three and a half quarters to snap the fuck out of it and say wait a minute we're the better team let's go and win this game so with buffalo now buffalo on sunday to your question dude they were shoveling themselves out of their own houses and fans were helping them. I mean, they didn't practice the second <laughs> half of the week. You know, there was a question if they were even going to get to Detroit. Yeah, can we talk about that for a second? How, how, if you're the Buffalo Bills and your game gets moved because of the possibility of six feet of snow, do you not fly out of Buffalo on Friday? I, I don't know. I think they would have had to have left on Thursday, honestly. Because everybody was saying the storm was going to be during the game, but that was wrong. The storm was Saturday, Saturday, but then the storm ended up being Friday. Fucking three inches an hour. Yeah, as soon as that game was moved, they should have been out of there. But, I mean, listen, forget that. I don't believe weathermen either. But (laughs) I just, I I think there's a lot of Greatest thing ever said on this show. (laughs) Totally agree. I mean. Totally agree. Totally agree. I mean. You know, a lot of distractions, tough to, you know, they were fine. I watched highlights of that game. Look, I think the Browns are better than their record. I really do. And, you know, while Buffalo is dealing with a a blizzard of of epic proportions, the Browns had their practices, got on their plane, and went to Detroit instead of having to go to Buffalo. And I think the Dome benefited the Browns because you take out the crowd from Orchard Park, and yeah. the elements, of course. So yeah. you essentially yeah. take a and, only- and that drive from Cleveland. I mean, I I don't know what the crowd looked like. I didn't actually get to see what the makeup of the crowd. was. I didn't either. Was, yeah, good, good. Know, yeah. Detroit versus Cleveland, or but they sold just. I mean, they sold like fifty six thousand tickets. Wow, which is crazy. Nice. So they did, from what I understand, because I got and I uh, I got a code right uh, as a Lions season ticket holder a code for tickets and they were just getting dropped for 20 bucks. They just wanted to get people in the, in the, in the seats, which is great, you know, for people that can't afford to go to a normal game, right? A normal like lions game. Cause it's like fucking still like $70. You want to take your 12 year old son. Imagine like being a Josh Allen fan as like a 10 year old and you like you to go see him in person. Amazing. Uh, yeah. but I don't know what I was going to say. Anyway. Um, I, well, you know, a lot of it was Buffalo, New York, that was under the, all those feet of snow. I mean, New York State is a huge, huge state, and there's a lot of Bills fans up there, so they probably traveled. 
Yeah. No, I. Why would? I, why wouldn't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Get yeah. out of the snow, right? You know it's coming. Go and visit yeah. your in-laws in the Midwest and go watch a football game in the in the warm, nice indoor stadium of Detroit. You probably get some Buffalo fans coming back, like, man, that was really nice. Took off my coat, put it on my chair, <laughs> yeah, drank really? my beer. Oh. Now I know they use, the Bills use the it was a home game for Buffalo, but they use the opponent locker room because they're just right back there. Obviously Thursday this week. So are they there? Do you know that? But I mean, they would have had know. to. I think stayed I in Detroit, I can't right? Imagine. I can't or imagine. somewhere they went somewhere to practice. Yeah, I can't imagine that they that they're staying here all week, right? I mean, it's like a one hour flight. There's no way. I don't know. Yeah, but why would you go back to six feet of snow? I mean, I, I don't know. Go somewhere. I mean, maybe they're staying here. There's plenty of indoor space. I mean, let me ask the, let me ask the wife. She might know. Uh, let me go to, let me go to our in-house bills correspondent. So. I don't know. Yeah. Well, good to hear from Jack. I'm sorry. Movie freak. Movie freak. Movie freak. Everybody. Movie. Freak. Now, yeah, now Jack unfortunately wasn't able to make that game. I had reached out to him that morning, Sunday morning, saying, "I know you're at this game, right?" And so he had some unforeseen circumstances pop up, and he couldn't go. Um, but I know that of all the human beings on the planet, Jack is a human being like myself. We are. In, we both enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> like in the same way. I mean, obviously his team also won the game, so he's got a little bit there. But I know his disdain for the Jets, and well, it's just the, such, I have just a huge smile on my face right if, now. Like I gotta be honest with you, man. It is sometimes it is more fun to watch that team lose than it is to even watch my own team win. I, I, is that sick? I don't I, care. To that point, I don't care. Though, to that point, TM. The first thing that Jack wrote in our group message board wasn't like uh you know let's fucking go like it was just a laugh track of ha 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 like like <laughs> laughing at the jets not cheering his own team but laughing at the jets which That's i absolutely right. love i absolutely love the disdain of the jets is one of my favorite things in all of the nfl i love it so much it's so great that's oh, the best all right with that let's hear from some jets fans <laughs> Oh, yes. ATM, guess it goes to show you my, my text is true. I'll believe it when I see it. So here's my number one. Pause it. Away. Pause it. Okay. He did say he did say that to me. Goudreau went into this game now, and I commended him. We, we had a conversation where I was just – I forget even if this was before or after the game um, – but I recall a conversation with him over the past week where I was just basically saying, like, I am so fucking tired of your fan base. Because what it is is – now, he – this is – my whole point of this is Goudreau is not your typical Jets fan, right? He's, like, the only one. Now, I have two other friends who are pretty level-headed in general, and so they're not your typical Jet fan. But they're also converts. There's the Jet fans that all converted – when Parcells took over, and then it was Vinny Testaverde, and I forget the running back's name, but there was a just, you know, I'm growing up at this point, we're all in like like eighth grade, maybe high school, and everybody just started becoming Jet fans. Now, I'm wearing Dolphin starter jackets for, for you yeah. know, eight years yeah. at this point. 
Yeah. And I'm like looking around like, wait a minute. Everybody's a giant fan here. I can deal with my friends being giant fans or cowboy fans. And then everybody just became a Jet fan. So that really is where it starts with me to just really be disgusted with the Jets in general because it was a bandwagon thing. And then there was the Testaverde bandwagon and then they all stayed on the team and then we had to go through the Mark Sanchez. Well, well you had Pennington and those the Rex Ryan time. Right. Right. Yep. right. And then Rex Ryan and the, the two AFC championship losses but because fumble. you know because that's what we do as a professional organization is we celebrate losses. That's that's what I always tell my one buddy. It's like, yep, you're right. You did so good that year that you lost in the AFC championship game. <laughs> Put up a banner. I mean, give me a break. You're like the Colts. No, you're so, like the Lions. You're like the Lions. The Lions put up playoff appearances. Appearances. Okay, Not that's wins, terrible. but appearances. Right. Which right. they've now so, taken down, mind you. Right. So this is what's going on is, okay, they beat the Dolphins earlier in the season. But see, I didn't really take too much shit from that because they were too busy, like, jerking off to Brees Hall that they didn't have time to really, like, talk shit to me, except for this kid, Alex, that's always calling in. But I almost, like, kind of avoided the nonsense from them. And it was also my third-string quarterback, so at least they were smart enough to just, like, kind of tone it down a little bit. But after the Bills win, there it was. Here is the Jet fan. Oh, we have the best defense in the NFL. We are going to win the division and we are we have a Super Bowl caliber defense, Super Bowl talent, and we are going to win it all. Where do I buy tickets for the Super Bowl? Fast forward seven days. <laughs> we need a new quarterback. We blew the draft. He is the worst. It's the the sky is falling. And that is a jet fan. It is we are the worst. And then we're the best, we don't get respect, and then we're the greatest of winning the Super Bowl, and then somebody's to blame because we we deserve to win. And it's another week with a loss, and they're complaining about a penalty. There was a block in the back on the punt return. And, of no, course, this that, is another that, loss to the Patriots. I saw okay. that shit. That guy was literally three <laughs> yards behind. The, the guy was in the end zone by the time that block happened. You just want that penalty yeah. to 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 take yeah. the punt return back. Had nothing not to happening. do with it. I'm so not glad they did way. not call yeah. that penalty. Yeah, they were of course not. Was, Oh, my God. So, Tim, so, let me ask you, though. Let me ask so Goudreau you. is not, but Goudreau is the first level-headed Jets fan in, in conversations with me, at least. I mean, obviously, he needs a new television, apparently, now. Yeah, I mean, and, went from a you know, table. Surgeries. Yeah, surgeries you know, who knows? Hand. I mean, right. So, obviously, he's not very level-headed in the moment. But at least I can have a conversation with him. And he and so, to his point, he did say to me, he's like, look, obviously, I'm pumped we beat the, the Bills. But we still need to go win this game in New England. I mean, we got to beat the Patriots. I'll believe it when I see it. That's exactly right. And just want to plug in here before we listen to the rest of the voicemail. That's 14 straight for Belichick over the Jets. Four, that's seven years in a row. 14. God, that is just brutal. It's just okay. the, the Jets 
their mouths open and Belichick just <laughs> dipping his nuts right in their mouth year after year. It's probably just like his anal hairs dipping those in. It's like, you're not giving no, good a, enough. Dude, he's like balls. a six-year-old man. He doesn't even have to bend down at this point. Yeah. Oh, all right. Here we go. He's like, he's like, he's like, get close your mouth. I'm going to get a massage with Robert. Get out of here. Of course. Here we go. Let the record show. Today is November 20th, 2022. Goudreau is officially out on Zach Wilson. This was the game that proved to me he was not the guy. And I have two reasons why. Number one, the crap I saw on the field. The Jets offense had more punts that Zach Wilson had completions. They had two yards in the second half. Adam Gates was probably at home laughing his ass off. Because that's the kind of shit I saw with him. <laughs> and the fact is, the Jets' defense is unfucking believable They held the Patriots, who don't have the greatest offense, to three points. Yeah, let, let's yeah, be got right. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, you know, that's they the other thing. everything in their power to keep the Jets in that game for the entirety until the last 30 seconds. But that's a, I don't give a shit about injuries. I don't give a shit about the punt return, the, the missed block in the back. That doesn't bother me. The fact of the matter is, if Zach Wilson puts one drive together, they win that game. And for him to sit there in the press conference, which leads me to my second point, and say that he doesn't feel like he let the defense down. If I was yep. on the other side of that field and I played defense, I would bitch slap that self-entitled, blue-eyed, blonde-haired piece of fucking shit in the face until his face <laughs> turned beet red and calloused. I He's think that's that what's going on. self-entitled kid. I mean, to me, that, that just run me the wrong way. You know, if you want to be the leader... If you want to be the guy, you take fucking accountability when you suck. And the fact is, they're winning in spite of him, not because of him. And Jets fans, this is what you all deserve for thinking ahead about the playoffs when you lose ah. a game like that. Ah. So I said I wanted eight wins at the start of the season. I think that's what we're going to end with. I never said playoffs. And oh, I'm losing to the Patriots. Yeah. But you know what? We deserve to lose because our quarterback didn't get it done. So that's my take. Hope there you, you go, all have Matt. a wonderful Thanksgiving. And you yeah, too, buddy. Have a great holiday, guys. Love you. Bye. There you go. You Love too, you Matt. too, buddy. You hey, too, that man. was ex that was an excellent call from a true football fan who admits how fucking bad his team really is. And that's just frustration. I'm gonna listen to the. I gotta listen to his podcast this week. I gotta. I gotta take it in. It, it, it might be an amazing listen. But you ready? Now I'm gonna. I'm gonna read you some stats. Oh boy! Oh boy! Now he he said one of them. Okay, he said two total yards. They had two total yards of offense in the second half. <laughs> How is that possible, TM? <laughs> Two yards? Two yards, dude, fall forward. Oh, and let me just look. Look, Jimmy Garoppolo just got three yards on a third and one play. <laughs> now, he was also, he also said, he made the comment about how, about New England. Now, look, yes, you held New England to three yards, uh, three points, but let's, let's calm down. Now, 
we're all we've all been killing Mac Jones all season too. Like he's not much better, but at least he had over 220 yards in this game. And Nick Folk missed two field goals. I don't think Nick Folk has ever missed a field goal against the Jets. Uh, apparently, for what I've been listening to, because he was a Jet, right? So there's a couple guys that are always making comments about him never missing field goals. So it never even should have been that close. I mean, 9-3, but still, you know, windy, crazy weather. All right, anyway, ready for this next stat. Zach Wilson had nine completions in the entire game. Nine. He's he's missing, guys, he's missing Braxton Berrios. There's this one highlight they keep showing, uh, like, like running back just right out to the left in the flat. He just overthrew. If the kid, if the guy had a six foot vertical, he wouldn't have caught it. I mean, oh brutal. Okay, the Jets had six first downs the entire game. Six. I mean, six. Well, I obviously didn't have one in the second half, so I guess I could have just said they had six. Well, I don't even know if they count. Like, no, that was the first half when they kicked the field goal. They had six in the first half. They had none, obviously, in the second half. Yeah. Now, here comes my favorite statistic that that this goes this goes out to the social media universe and just everybody talking about it on TV to, on uh, radio today. The Jets averaged. 2.77 yards per play. Wait, wait, what? 2.77 yards per play. Oh, my God. And to top it all off, that punt return for a touchdown as time expired, that was the first punt return of the season in the league. In the league for a touchdown. In the league. God. There's only one answer, and the answer is they suck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tom. I mean, I, I I was like, I kept re. I was watching local sports night. I was watching highlights of the game, and I was just sitting on my phone, just writing this stuff down under my sports cast note on my iPhone. I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, I can't wait! I can't wait to talk about this. <laughs> just, again, I'm giddy right now. I was going to say the joy, so the fun. joy in your voice is amazing. <laughs> I I absolutely like, love it. It's just fucking laughable. Like, I've got a QB fucking and Tyreek Hill and Waddle doing all these crazy ass fucking things. And it's fun to watch. Of course, I'm having a great time this year with the Dolphins. But shit like this, you just can't make it up. Only the Jets can produce statistics like this. And it's just mastery. I am so happy today. I mean, I lost money this weekend and I don't care. This just makes it all okay. So it's, fun. It's unbelievable. Fuck so the Jets, man. God, I love this. So as Goudreau's talking and as you've uh, explained, and we actually have some more Jets calls to get to. Um, yes. Oh, this is awesome. So, this is everything I wanted tonight to be. Bye, Debo. <laughs> Bye. You, uh, I mean, so what is, is it, is that, I, I, I just, because I didn't, I didn't watch, I didn't get to see it, is it, is it the decision making for Wilson? Is it pocket presence? Is it just the inability to hit open receivers? Is it all of the above? Because always there's always something, right? Happy feet in the pocket, or you know, 
I'm just wondering, or is it, you know, play calling or other things? What What is your take on Zach Wilson other than he sucks? Well, to, honestly, man, so their last two losses this season are to New England, and I, I think it's Belichick. I think a lot of it, I think you got to give a lot of credit to Belichick here. He's still doing, you know, what he can do. Remember Sam Donald seeing ghosts. That oh, yeah. was against New England. I think he's – there's I, – I heard an interview. Um, this was pregame. This was end of last week on the, guy, a reason, the guy's reasoning on why he was betting on New England. And it was because it, you go back to the history of the Jets, the Giants, and the Patriots, and it's about like Parcells because Belichick was under Parcells in the coaching tree. And then you had Mangini – and um, so what happens, I guess I don't even know why I bring up Mangini. He's just a bust. But so Par- Belichick's under Parcells with all the giant Super Bowls in the late 80s and 90s. And then he goes to the Jets or he goes to Cleveland or whatever it was. Did yep, one year there. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, right. Then he went to the Jets and quit to go replace Parcells in New England. And whatever happened in that building with the Jets' ownership, Belichick's, it's just like personal lifetime vendetta. He (laughs) has to beat them, right? And then you have the quotes from, I forget which defensive player, McCourty maybe or somebody from New England. And this obviously goes back to the Brady years and stuff, but it was every year that the Jets were at New England, they called it their homecoming game. And, I mean, those games are – that's the butt fumble game. I mean, those games are 45-point yeah. blowouts most of the time. I mean, there is just this thing in that building in New England where it's like, I guess if you play for Bill Belichick, you better beat the Jets. You know, it's kind of like Jerry like – whoever Jerry Jones needs them to beat or, yeah. you know, like, yep. stuff, like stuff like that. So I've heard all this stuff, like, just – just before the weekend, and I'm like, I wouldn't pick this game if you paid. Like, I obviously picked it last Monday incorrectly, but I that was the <laughs> reverse jinx. That's why I did it. It worked. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, so there's just something going on there. And 14 in a row, bro. 14 in a row. Oh God, like Patriots fan for a day, twice a year. You know what I mean? It's just, and I'll never, I'll never not say this. Give me a two and fifteen Miami Dolphins season. If those two wins are against the New York Jets, damn, it was a good year. Like I, this is just the this is my fandom in a nutshell. And let's listen to some more fucking calls because oh, this yes. is great. Yes, here we go. All right, more Jets misery. Here we go. I'm a it's Alex from the Vineyard. So I'm sitting here, you know, I'm off work, and uh, I'm on my third beer. About to go my fourth. And I just want to say, PJ County, Jets are in shambles. <laughs> there you go, buddy. Yeah, Cheers. Right there, but look. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome Tommy, to the club. Shit on the Jets all you want, bro. We're a joke. J-E-T-S. Just end the season. Please, dear Jesus Christ. It's one of my favorites. Fucking Sunday was a fucking shit show. I'd rather see a fucking Asian kid with fucking dental floss try to be my fucking quarterback than Zach Wilson. What? Oh, boy. Oh, what? my Go God. Go ahead. What? Make fun of the Jets, dude. What I was don't that? Care. 
We I are don't even so, know what that means. Uh, we need a lot of help. I agree with Tommy. Tommy, I saw you earlier today. He said, "Why not start Joe Flacco?" I I couldn't agree more. But you know, oh, he called today. Uh, what a joke we are. This is you know, this is all coming. Shit's in the ceiling, man. <laughs> oh. Shit's in the ceiling. Right, I, right I, I just started my uh, work beer. So, you know, point of the call is, you know, just is terrible. I'll drink one with you, Alex. I'll drink one with you, buddy. You know, uh, my Thanksgiving picks. Tommy, I want your thoughts on this. I got Patriots or the Vikings. Mm. It's shootout. Give me the Giants being the Cowboys family. <laughs> Never. And give me, hold on, let me see here. Let me check in my schedule. Uh, da -da -da. And give me the Lions to beat the Bills. <laughs> I am betting on the Lions money line. I am betting on the Patriots money line and cover spread, and betting on the Giants the cover spread. Those are my picks. Tommy, PJ, happy Thanksgiving, guys. I wish you a safe and happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the family. PJ, my dad is a dire Lions fan. Go I heard that. City Cats, baby. We're being the Bills. We're being them. Tommy, oh, enjoy the know. kids and your wife, you know, and I'm sorry, pal. I know you're a, you're a, a Bills fan, you know, in heart, but... <laughs> no! Give me the Lions and upset. That's Go right. for it. That's right, baby. That's right. All right. Listen. Bill's okay, fan at heart, everybody. TM, everybody. Right. Bill's fan at no. heart. Okay. See, now you're ruining my good time here. You're ruining my good time. <laughs> now, listen. I'm not a fucking Bill's fan, okay? My my middle brother, me and my youngest brothers, three of us, me and the youngest are big Dolphins fans. My brother Joe in the middle, he don't, he's a Raider fan, but he's just having a good time. And he's all about betting the Bills on Sunday. And he's like, ride with me, ride with me. We're on this group text. And I'm like, I can't. I'm like, I actually want them to lose today. Like, come on. We're talking about the division here. Like, the, the Dolphins are off. The last thing I was doing was rooting for Buffalo people. You have got to believe me. Yes, I was rooting for the Patriots, but they're in fourth. Or they were. Now the Jets are. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, get out of here with this Bills nonsense. Now, I will say this. Of his three picks... Where is that New England game Thursday night? Is that in, in Foxborough? I think it's in New oh, England. All right. All right. Well, then that's then I'm, I'm going to retract what I was about to say. But I, I think that, that the Lions have a better chance of beating the Bills than the Giants have of beating the Cowboys. Oh, okay, in, listen. Yeah, I agree. In, okay, listen. In Dallas, you know, yeah. I mean, and now I understand everyone's going to say, oh, this is a super overreaction because the Giants lost to the Lions at home and Dallas blew out Minnesota. But not only did the Giants lose to the Lions, I mean, first of all, they got their ass handed to them by the Lions. But furthermore, the Giants lost probably their best receiver, which I think his name is Dar uh, Darnell Robinson. His last name is Robinson. The only guy that actually looked like he was competent in the NFL besides Slayton, he's now out. My buddy told me there's like six or seven starters that are not going to play for the Giants. 
on Thursday. This is a team that has been doing it with coaching and mirrors. And now they're going to lose seven starters on a team where the half this half these guys wouldn't even start on other teams. I mean, they're in such salary cap hell. You know, yeah, funny. It's funny it's, you. you it's say a pretty that. simple. You got to just stop Saquon Barkley. I mean, yeah, that's what the Lions. You did, did. it. Yeah, there you go. Daniel it's, it's Jones the was the, the leading rusher for yeah. the Giants. It's the Belichick. It's the Belichick coaching mantra: take yeah. away their best player. So all you got to do is take away Saquon. I'm sorry. This is one of my picks this week, too. There's no way. And, of course, I'm fucking christening the Giants with a victory right now at the way I'm going this season. But there is no <laughs> way to me that this game is not a two-score win for Dallas. And I'm thinking more like I almost want to boost. the. I want to bet like 10 bucks on Dallas, like minus 20 or something. I just don't see it. And everyone's like, oh, Dallas struggles on Thanksgiving. What does that mean? What does that mean? Can you please? Can we go back and look who at like at who they played? Yeah, it's the you same. Know? Like, it's I don't the care same, what day it is. It's the same with the Lions. It's just that you see them every year. And yes, the Lions have been bad the last like five years. But there was a time like before that they had won four in a row. I mean, yeah, they it, would it beat. They would beat out. the. I remember watching them beat the Packers on Thanksgiving once. Yeah. So, uh, and before we get yelled at through the microphone, the. Vikings game, the the uh, Patriots game yeah. is in Patri- Minnesota. Yeah. In Minnesota. Okay. All right. So then I was gonna say, of all, of all the of all his picks, I actually think the Lions might have the best chance of proving him right. Like, I, I don't know. I don't I know mean, about that. I see. I don't know. Well, about I don't know, man. Lions. I think Minnesota might. Well, no. Forget my. I'm just saying. Yeah, like, that's. I, a, I, I think, think the just, Lions. I think the Lions will hold it close. I think. But I just think the Bills, especially after everything that's happened, I think the Bills will come out and they'll do their thing. Because the Lions secondary sucks and the Bills don't need to run the ball. I mean, well, let me let me take that back. The Bills should run the ball to be successful. But against the Lions, they don't need to run the ball. And just like Tua. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably going to be a bloodbath. I, it probably will be. And of course it will be. However... You never know. But Lions yeah. always keep games close. So, by the way. Yeah, Alex, Miami, Miami was supposed to smoke. Yeah, we won, but it was only four points. I mean, that's the bitch with gambling and why I don't understand why the hell I do it. <laughs> uh, by the way, oh, Alex yeah, called back. Joke. Alex called back. Now, wait. Both of these calls were today, right? Yes. Yeah, because I because he told me I saw him today, and he just came right. Like, dude, I'm, like, walking around a store looking at, like, what products the store needs yeah. to order. And he just comes down an aisle. Tommy, Tommy, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, give it to me, give it to me. I deserve it. They're the fucking ass. He's just screaming. Well, we'll buy them. Like there's customers in this aisle right, right. now. <laughs> I don't care. It's a disgrace, Zach Wilson. And I'm just, I just like lean back and I just start smiling. And I said, Hey, did you call in? And he goes, No, I was gonna call in later tonight. And I was like, get it in early. We're recording at eight. And he was just like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, and then I think at one point I said to him, I go, maybe you shouldn't call in. I said, because I, this is going to be a good time for me. Tommy, tell <laughs> uh... <laughs> Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. There we go. All right. Tell uh, I guess the voicemail went a little too long. But I was saying, you know, happy Thanksgiving, guys. Enjoy it with your family, you know. And Tommy, I look forward to talking to you next week. 
about, you know, Thanksgiving picks and uh, football. But enjoy, guys, you know, and uh, happy Turkey Day. All right, go buddy. Lions, go Pats, and go Giants, baby. It's going to happen. Go. All the upsets. Watch it happen. Happy Thanksgiving, lads. 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 I wrote it down. I wrote his picks down so we can reference it. Happy Thanksgiving, <laughs> Alex. Thanks for calling in, bud. I, uh, oh, boy. I don't know. I don't know, man. Man. But you see, but you see, he is, Alex is a typical Jets fan. He was, I mean, I had to buy him a six-pack of beer because I bet the Dolphins would beat him. And, God, if everyone in the store knew all about that and everything going on there and how great they were and this and that, and then to walk in today and the sky's falling. So <laughs> he's, this is, this is what I've grown up around, lived with, dealt with my entire life. So it's a good day. All right. Hey, Lions at the Meadowlands again. Let's go. Fly in. Let's go. Fly in. I will wear a goth. I will wear all things Lions. Yes. Okay. Everybody thinks I'm a Bills fan. I go to those Jet Bills games wearing black. That's fine. Okay. But if I went to Bills at Jets, I'll wear the lightest blue shit you've ever wear some powder ass blue, bro. I will fucking wear powder blue undies. Let's go. (laughs) You said Bills. Lions, bitch. Lions. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Uh, all right, that's it, TM. That's it. No more bu- voicemails. Thank you guys all for calling in. Yes. A lot of a lot of uh, Jack's call was the only winning call on there, and that came on Wednesday. Didn't even know they won at that point. So, do appreciate <laughs> it. It makes it much more fun. Uh, any other games, TM? I mean, the only other game that I think we talked about that has any Sunday night. Sunday night. Yeah, the Chiefs yeah. and your boy Justin Herbert. Oh man. I mean, oof. look, I mean, you give look good him, early. You, look good early. Well, listen, you, you're giving, you know, we all talk about 13 seconds. You give Mahomes a an, an minute 46. Now, the wife, Carrie wants to go to bed at this point, And I, I'm like, you know, this would be great for the Bills if the Chiefs lose. I said, and also, if the Chiefs lose, Miami will be the number one seed in the AFC when we wake up tomorrow. And she was instantly locked into this game. So we, we watched the last two drives. You knew the Chiefs were going to score. So they score. There's 31 seconds left for the Chargers. Three, PJ. Three timeouts. Okay? Three timeouts and 31 seconds. That's like having a minute 46. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's... First play, he takes a sack. Burn a timeout. And then they just proceed to suck and not get the ball down the field. Now, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady... Uh, I don't know, Dak Prescott, uh, you name it. I think any other competent quarterback in the NFL would have at least... Dude, Ryan Tannehill did it against the Giants in week one, okay? You can get the ball into field goal range with 31 seconds and three timeouts. What did Justin Herbert do last night? He didn't do that because he fucking sucks. And I... (laughs) On national television, game of the week last night, okay, against the Chiefs defense that you were moving the ball against all night long. What happened? The pressure got to him. He's at home. He sucks, dude. I don't want to hear it anymore. But I do believe, along with Mr. Russell Wilson, who's another one who's proving me right, 
I think over time, Justin Herbert's career, he's just not going to, he's not going to have as good of a career as Phillip Rivers. I mean, he's just showing warts now. And I don't care that his receivers have been out. He, when other great quarterbacks receivers are out, they just throw it to the tight end. This kid, he's not good. He doesn't have it. Yeah. I mean, I think, that might be. I think Tua, I think Tua has it. Now that's still it's still to be seen because he hasn't really played in any huge games yet. But this kid Herbert, I've had enough. Okay, I'm. I mean, never did I sit here. To that did point, I ever say to you? Right? Did I ever say to you? Did I ever say to you? Man, I wish the Dolphins would have drafted Herbert instead of Tua. Did I ever say that? No, I don't. think no, I didn't. Very many people have said. Well, I shouldn't. Say no, that people right. have said that. I'm not even saying Dolphin fans, but everybody just said that we made the wrong draft pick. But I I don't want to fucking hear it anymore, man. I I you know, he is not good. He he's just not good. All right, let's okay. And, let's not let. And neither let's is my, not I know this is not exaggerated. I understand that this is not your like top of the line analyzation like analysis. But I don't care. It's games like last night. You have got to get the ball. Can you at least get it across the fifty? You have three timeouts. I mean, that's Cousins would have fucking got him into field goal range, and then Joseph would have just missed the kick. But at least they would have got him there. Come on, man. I think Davis Mills would have got him into field goal range. I mean, yeah, full fields open. I, I tend to agree. It's still early on him, and I don't think, I don't think Herbert sucks, but I don't think he's the next coming of Patrick Mahomes or no. Josh Allen, right? I mean, it's. He was I, I he was he was the guy. I mean he was the next coming and he's just not that and that's not necessarily his fault. But But why was why is he the next coming? He didn't even do it at Oregon. Like, he, why? Because because he I mean they're on hard knocks and, and the first week he threw a pass and the guy was like, Holy shit, dude, this guy's got a great arm and then all of a sudden it was like, Oh, Justin Herbert's the second coming of who, Matt Ryan? And give me a break. And how the hell did Matt Ryan win a friggin' MVP, by the way? He's another three, one. 28-3. Fuck, yeah, whatever. Right. Fuck Herbert, dude. I don't want to talk about that fucking guy. He sucks. Well, it has to be said because I just, again, to, to, to you know, and I don't know why I'm so angry about this. It's, I mean, this just adds to my party. And then friggin' Russell Wilson, he's another one. I mean, that game was in hand. They had no problems with the Raiders yesterday, but they can't score because their quarterback is horrendous. And what do they do today? They cut Melvin Ingram. I mean, uh, Melvin Gordon. He's released. Oh, really? And then they, I didn't hear yeah. that. Crazy. And then they, yeah, after they found out that Chase Edmonds is hurt. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. My bad, bro. <laughs> they got that guy's off our team. Um, but yeah, um, real quick though, just I'll go quick around the league here. Ravens, uh, you know, they decided to play in the fourth quarter, beat the Panthers 10, uh, 13 to three. I want to talk about it for, for 30 seconds though. Like, sure. Is, I mean, like, what's up? Like, Lamar and the Raven, like, they're doing what they need to do because I think they're just a good team. But like, Lamar's not really playing at all. Wow. I, I, think, I think we can point out the, um, East Coast weather 
playing a factor in a lot of these games. I think that one, the Jets game, I mean, there was six, you know, uh, six points until the final play of the game. You got 16th here. I mean, that is the, the, Ra- the Panthers do have a defense, and the Ravens' defense is apparently getting better. But what I was hearing all week was, oh, Ravens off a bye, Lamar usually goes off. And he didn't. But, I mean, it was freezing there. And he honestly, in the highlights that I watched, he looked like he didn't want to be there. Um, And I still think, I mean, now, what's-his-face is still not playing, Mark Andrews. No, he played. He played. Oh, he did play? Yeah, he finally did play. okay. I mean, they really don't have – he still doesn't have, like, receivers. Never. Why why is that? Why are the Ravens incapable of finding receivers? I don't know. I mean, Beckham should go there. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Maybe. All right, anyway. Sorry to interrupt your around the league. That's okay. Saints Saints beat the Rams. Rams Rams, Super Bowl champions are 3-7. and Enough said there. Give us that pick, baby. The Rams pick. Yeah. The Lions have is now much worse. Much worse than the Lions pick. It's going to be, by the end of it, they're going to have the pick that we thought we would have, and we'll have the pick that we thought they would Fantastic. Love it. Love it. Uh, Falcons 27, Bears 24. Nothing much, you know, nothing, no surprise there. That was a Although push for me in the picks. We did, um, and, and Nick on the group mentioned it last night. Like, this is three weeks or four weeks in a row now. It's like, the, it's this thing where they found this new toy, right? And it's Justin Fields running the ball. And they forget that he's a quarterback and not a running back. And of course, now he's out for concussion protocol or whatever, you know. Or, yeah, he got out. You know, it's his shoulder, his non throwing shoulder, shoulder. Yeah, non throwing shoulder. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, he, again, leading rusher on the team. And you have a legitimate running back in David Montgomery, but 153 yards passing, 85 yards rushing. You know, their defenses, you know, they're not a great team. Well, they just traded their two best defensive yeah, players. Too. And don't yeah. fucking kill, but don't kill the guy. And I'm not a huge Justin Fields guy. I, I don't think he's, he's a Walmart version of Lamar. And I don't even love Lamar. And, but they're going to fucking kill him before he even has a chance to develop into anything. So, yeah, just relax, Bears. Like, you're three and eight. Probably yeah, don't kill if if you if your plan is to continue with this kid, then yeah, you guys, you and Nick are exactly right. Don't kill him. Teach him, teach him how to be a a pocket passer. Yeah, and then he can become a running, you know, a, a dual threat quarterback. So anyway, again, sorry uh, yeah. to interrupt. Pat, that's all right. Uh, we, we 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 did kind of touch on the Eagles, right? Yeah, that, enough of that. They won by one. Commanders took care of the Texans, no problem. Taylor Heineke is like the second coming of, I don't know, Doug Williams. I don't know how that reference even hits with any of our crew. It's crazy right. though. So they, the are, they are six and five, the commanders, six and five. Yeah, that's a, that division. Everybody's over 500. All right, Raiders take out the Broncos. Yeah. Hey, look, listen, I just need Devontae Adams to be Devontae Adams for the rest of the season, and fantasy things will happen for me, so – just let keep it up, Derek Carr. Thank you. Oh, oh okay. And uh, Cowboys, we talked. Chiefs, we talked. The other two games. No, we Titans. Forget the Titans. That was from Thursday. The last game. Bengals thirty-seven. Steelers thirty. First of all, how did I not put the Steelers in my? Oh, I did. They didn't cover. That's right. Okay. Bengals. Bengals. 
four of I should pull up the number here because this kid was telling me about it today. But they had like four hundred and something yards. Yeah, Joe Burrow, three fifty-five and four touchdowns. Okay. This team is doing the same thing they did last year, right? Because they were not Yeah. They were they not were. anybody you thought were gonna be in the Super Bowl, let alone the playoffs first half of last year. Well, he's they're starting to click again. The O line is settling down. He's not getting killed. Um, they are, I think, at six and four. Where's the where are the Ravens now? Seven and three. I mean, Cincinnati's live here still. Obviously, because of the record and stuff, but I think they're a team to watch for sure. Um, dude, Jamar Chase isn't even there, and they're putting right. up crazy numbers on offense. Their offense is just out of control. I mean, to put up 37 yard, 37 points on it at Pittsburgh, that's that's yeah. impressive. Man. I mean, people thought this game was going to be 13-10 in division, they, right? The problem is they did, they did give up 30 points to the fucking Steelers. Exactly. Right, right, right. right. Which is always good point. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, you know, with the Bengals, it's, it's been their offensive line and their defense. And clearly, you know, they, they held up as much as they needed to. Um, they've got the weapons always, but Mixon went out with a concussion. Um, mm. Perrine or however you say his fucking name. Sajay P. Ryan. P. Ryan, thank you. Uh, but, is. you know, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, yeah, they're still, they're still a team to, to keep an eye on for sure. Yeah. But so yeah. there you go. Week That's 11. It. I mean, That's not it. the most exciting. The Niners are taking care of business here tonight. So six and four there. A lot of blood of bunching up. A lot of, you know, seven and three, six and four, five and five. Everybody's still kind of in it. The cream, I think, is slowly going to start to rise to the top here. Um, I think after next week, yeah, we I might have a right. little bit clearer. You know, we'll have a little bit clearer. I mean, the NFC, you pretty much know what's going to happen. I think it's pretty pretty much clear cut. You've got your Vikings winning the division. The Bucks are going to win the division. Eagles or Dallas will win that division, and I think the Niners will, like I said, cream rise to the top, take care of the Seahawks. So there's your four division winners, and then I think you'll have Dallas or Philly as one wild card. And Jesus, I mean, is it, really, gonna is it really going to be Seattle and Atlanta? I mean, it could be. I mean, or, if you're, or... you're four and seven, you're in it. And I know it could be the Giants, but I don't know, man. I, I the, you go over the Giants' schedule. There's a lot of in in division games. They got to play Philly twice. They've got to play Washington twice. That's I think um, one of those I, the, the Giants have it. The the, the 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 Commanders have a good a good a chance as anybody. Yeah. Hey, look, the Lions sitting one game out. Like, and yeah. we hold a tiebreaker over the Commanders and the Giants now. So, that being said, keep fucking winning. You know, anything's possible. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna happen. But you're sitting. No, there. I looked at your schedule before. I mean, God, if if listen, if you could beat the Bills on Thursday, you can start talking about the playoffs. Oh, I, I have to say that because you're absolutely. playing. I mean, you've got after Buffalo, you got home to Jacksonville, home to the Vikings. Can't wait, can't oh. wait for Vikings at Lions as a, as far as this show is concerned. Then you go at Jets, at Panthers. Home to the Bears and at Green Bay. I mean, five winnable games, six 100%. winnable games. 100%. After, yeah, if you bring the team that you brought to New York yesterday, 
you can beat all those teams. One hundred percent, baby. Hundred percent. Wow. Let's fucking this is, go. this is the most positive conversation we have had in this the binge sports cast existence about the Detroit Lions, That's man. Okay. How do you feel? How do you feel? Eh, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Sell those tickets, baby. Sell those tickets. By picking the best I can But when they come and take my house and my car My wife don't understand I fucking suck at gambling Oh, PJ <laughs> I mean, as, hey, you know, Monday, you know As you play, as you play the song, I watch Ayuk Garoppolo to Ayuk 30 to 10 oh. extra point pending And you go 0 and 3 and you outdo me because I went o two and one. Yeah, oh man. man! Betting on a Monday well, when when uh, Kyler Murray does not play. Not that I think it would have mattered, but holy shit balls! PJ is thirteen, nineteen, and one. So good, so good. Don't everybody don't uh, don't line up to you know get after no one my is, picks. Don't worry. Don't worry, nobody is. They're they're too busy not. They're they're all p- too busy picking against me, right. with my solid thirteen, eighteen, and two. So <laughs> I have a half game lead on you in the standings. Listen, uh. let's let's reset. Okay, we're going into week twelve. It's Turkey Week. We've got. We didn't even talk about college football, but we've got. What's all we're probably going to talk about next week after Michigan State after Michigan upsets Ohio State. Oof. So, get excited. Uh, let's refresh here. We both have plenty of time to still finish over five hundred. I'll go first because I listen to podcasts and I've already analyzed all this crap and I have an addiction. All so, right. let's start with Thursday. Okay. Again, I already said this on the show. This is going to be one of my picks. Give me the Cowboys minus nine. I just, I feel like I have a little bit of insider information. Uh, A couple of my friends are like big with Giants and like the guys that are going to be out plus the receiver who's already ruled out. I just, I just don't see it, man. Yeah, no, that's probably means the Giants win the game outright the way this season is going. But I'm betting this with my money. I just think the Cowboys are going to, like, just party on Thanksgiving. I mean, I know they just partied in Minnesota, but what a turnaround for this team. I mean, they they lose a horrible game at Green Bay for their coach. It was just despicable. And clearly they worked out something during the week, just smashed Minnesota. I don't think anybody's hurt. I don't think anybody's going to be that tired. I don't see the short week as being a big deal to them. I haven't looked at an injury report, so this is very amateur gambling. But I just think the Giants are so banged up now. And I think the Giants are really going to crash back to earth here because whatever they are now, 7-3, and three, I mean, they just weren't supposed to be that, okay? And Detroit handed it to them. Detroit was the first team everybody expected them to beat that they're not, that they didn't beat. And I think it's just going to be a little bit of a snowball here for both New York organizations. And... Uh, I just, I just think yeah. I, I'm starting to really. I'm, I'm thinking Dallas. Like, if you ask me, gun to my head right now, who do I think is going to win the NFC? I, I think I picked Dallas today, and I would have said that before the Minnesota game. I've been high on their D all year. I really like Parsons, 
and they just you know they get going a little bit with Dak with all those weapons they have and I love Tony Pollard I just really like Dallas right now so fuck the Giants give me Dallas minus nine all right second pick a team that I believe is better than their record and that's the Cleveland Browns now you know Buffalo took care of business but the Browns were in that game until I guess probably like the, the fourth quarter. I mean, it looked kind of in hand. They did make a run at the end. They pushed on the on the minus eight spread, but whatever with all that. Browns are coming home at three and seven. If they can win this game, and it's Brady on the road, it's gonna be cold. It he's old. Uh, <laughs> the Tampa, yes, Tampa's won a couple games here, but they really had no business winning the game against um who did who was that ridiculous comeback that they had against that final drive the rams right right yep they they should have lost that game i mean that is just a bullshit just add it to the list of bets i've lost this year that i just stand in front of the television just like thinking why do i do this um Yes, he's two and zero since the divorce, but I still think that offense has got a lot of problems. They have, they have still, they have not yet this season given us that true explosive offensive game, and I don't think they're going to do it in Cleveland on a cold November Sunday. And if Cleveland can just win this game, they'll be four and seven, and Deshaun will be back. And I am a Deshaun investor when it comes to fantasy. Yeah, and I don't hold it against anybody to get him a, a happy ending. So, look, <laughs> just you know, leave the guy alone. He's done his. He's done his. Listen, we we all invited Michael Vick back. I mean, hey. Deshaun hey. Deshaun's coming back, and I think the team will be motivated to get that win. And it's you know, I mean, I don't know. I'm just I'm just not sold on Tampa. I mean, they're going to be nine and eight, so there's games still to be lost here. And I think this could be one of them. And I love Nick Chubb, and I and I love the running game. And I think oh, and my other point I wanted to make is I think Brissett. Brissett was really good on Sunday, man. Like the guy has quietly had a hell of a year. I, there's been a couple different weeks where I should have picked up a quarterback, and I've overlooked him. And I probably would have like three or four more fantasy wins if I'd used the guy. I mean, they can move the ball. Cooper's good. He's better at home. Anyway, Browns plus three. Now, dude, I'll tell you, I know you're looking at this now. Tough week for, like, week 12 is tough here. There's some pretty good matchups I would never bet on. Bengals-Titans is an excellent game because it's in Tennessee. Uh, I'm not putting any money on the Jets. So I'm going to just, oh, man, the look-ahead line before Sunday was Dolphins minus 9.5, and and I was going to bet it. But I'm a degenerate gambler, and that would have taken too much money out of my account that I needed to instead lose this past Sunday. So I didn't do it, right? And then Monday, now it's minus 12. You know what? I don't care. There's something about this game that I really like. And it's not even that we're coming off a bye. It's not even that we're going to be healthier. It's not even that we're playing the worst team in football. What I like about this game the most is that for the first, I can't tell you the last time the Miami Dolphins had a four o'clock game, the four o'clock window for the NFL. And I don't think it's a flex, but it's an opportunity 
for the nation to pay just a little bit more attention to my team than they normally do. And here's why. Here's why. Wait, why am I now looking at this as a 1 o'clock game? I am totally off base here. I thought this changed. I, like, listened to a whole podcast about this today. I might be wrong. You know what? It doesn't matter. We're going to fucking blow this team out. It's going to be... There's no way Houston keeps up when we score 35-plus, and that's what we're going to do on Sunday. So I'm just going to take the minus 12. So we got 12 and a half. What do we got to I got 12 and a half it, here, TM. All right, give me 12 and a half. That's fine. Dude, give me 13 and a half. Want me to up it to 13 and a half? <laughs> Dolphins by that's 20. Okay. That's okay. All right. I thought that uh, game was moved. Hold maybe, on. Let me look into that. All right, do you Maybe think? looking next week. Next week. Next week. Uh, next all right. Week. So going on your own, going the same page, your hometown team. Fuck. I'm going to fucking take the Lions. I'm yeah, not, baby. I'm not, I, I don't think the Lions are going to win, but a nine-point spread for the Lions at home on Thanksgiving, yes, there's been times when Peyton Manning's come in and thrown for six touchdowns against the Lions, but I don't think you can discount the fact that the Bills were essentially house-ridden for two days, had to travel to Detroit, whether they're practicing here or in Buffalo, I don't even oh, know. Oh, I'm sorry. I got correspondence. Oh, okay. uh, they actually went back to Buffalo. Right. Exactly. So they go back to their mistake. houses. They're still yeah. in the snow. Then they got to fly back here on Wednesday night. I mean, all things point to the Lions competing. Now, will they? I don't know. Will they compete within nine points? I think so. Give me the Lions. Give me the plus nine. And give me that close early Thanksgiving game before I have to throw up all my turkey. So give me the Lions plus nine. So the next one that I saw in here, and it has no, there's zero rhyme or reason for it. There's nothing in here except it's just the up-down theory. And one of these things of the Seattle Seahawks just not being as good as I think they think they are. And the Las Vegas Raiders just not being as bad as everybody thinks they are. The Raiders, I think, found a little swagger this weekend. I think they're starting to find it. Like you said, TM, hey, why don't we throw to Devontae Adams? Like, that might be a good thing. We paid him all this money. Maybe we should utilize him. So, I like the Raiders going into Seattle. I'm going to take the three and a half points. I think the Raiders have kept games close. They've been ahead in a ton of games. They just haven't been able to figure out how to maintain that lead. Things in the league, I think, are going to start to shift, and things are going to start to, you know, water's going to find its level, and I think yeah, that level up, yeah. that 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 leveling is bringing the Raiders up a little bit and bringing the Seahawks down. So I like the Raiders. I like the three and a half points. So give me them Raiders. Give me a little Derek Carr to uh, Devonte Adams chemistry, and I think that's going to be a win for the Raiders, to be honest. And Geno Smith is Geno Smith, if nobody's figured that out yet. Last and but not least, and I can't believe I'm going to do this, TM, but Sunday Night Football, I am starting to not be in favor of the Eagles as much as we think they are. 9-1 and one Eagles team barely beat the Colts. Now, I know they're going home. I think Aaron Rodgers is a little... lost. Yeah, they, just, they lost and they barely won. And I think Aaron Rodgers has a little bit too much pride to deal with going into Philly and getting their doors kicked in. Now, I don't know if the Packers will 
win. But I like the seven-point spread. Feel like I can push on that if nothing else. And I feel like Christian Watson for the the uh, pack is coming through. We're starting to get a little bit of a running game. Aaron Rodgers is still an asshole and still a douchebag. But I still think they keep this game close because I don't think the Eagles are who we thought they were. So give me the pack. Give me them points. Hopefully they lose, but they cover that spread. So got Detroit plus nine, taking three dogs this week. Raiders Smart. plus three, pack plus seven. Oh, three and a half. Three and a half. Raiders plus three and a half. Three and a half. TM, you're yeah. taking Dallas minus nine, Cleveland plus three, Miami minus 12. A lot. A lot. <laughs> a lot. That's a it, lot. Man. That's it. Shit. Go blue. Go big blue. That's right. That's right. Big uh, big college weekend coming up. Lots of games. I don't know if I don't. Th- I, I don't know, <clears throat> damn. I don't know if Michigan's got it in them. Blake Corum hurt his knee. Still don't hundred percent know. Nothing structural. But will he be ready to go? I don't know. But Michigan and Ohio State neither looked uh, tip top this weekend. Obviously, no trap games. And yeah, uh, look ahead. Now the the spread is eight. Ohio State at home minus eight. Now, I will say Ohio State has there's really not many, if any, convincing wins on their schedule. Both teams also played pretty soft non-conference, including your team, Michigan, played a very soft non-conference schedule. Yep. So I think if any, if anything, looking at this game, aside from it being at Ohio State. I don't think there's a lot of information or just there's not a lot of evidence to go on here. The only thing I would say is, right, like, you know, there's just you beat the teams you had to beat. You you both struggled in the same way at certain road games just because it's college and, you know, it's a Big Ten. I will say I find your team to be the more physical team. Um now there's a quote that came from what's the coach at Ohio State Stoops is that what's his name? No. Uh, what's what's the no Ryan um, Day. Day Ryan Day he said, yeah he's like of course there's there's schemes and and formations and stuff that we've not uh, revealed yet. So it's almost like both of these teams. We went through this last year. Michigan wins at home, wins the Big Ten, goes to the playoff, and it's almost like both schools come in this year and they're like, all right. We know we're both going to be undefeated getting to week 13. We know that game is the season. So, you know, we're just going to get by. And here yeah. we are. I mean, this is fascinating. I mean, my love for college football, as everybody knows, grows every week. And, like, I'm I'm rooting for Michigan, obviously. I want to bet plus eight, but I don't even think I'm going to bet on college. I don't think I'm going to bet on this game for sure. I just want to, like, I hope I get the opportunity to sit down and watch this entire game. Like, I'm just so looking forward to it. Saturdays are harder for me than Sundays. So I, I just, I really hope it happens. So looking forward to it. Yeah, I I agree. And I hope that, I hope that Corum's okay. I hope that, I hope that both teams at full strength can just show what they, what they've been all season and, let it all out on the field. I personally, I I think, I think Ohio State's going to 
Michigan has not shown the ability to put up numbers or to score when they've needed to. Michigan has scored by wearing. What about teams the? Down. What about the? I was gonna say, what about the second half against Penn State and Rutgers, though? But you needed you needed to win both of those games. Straight up wearing them down, and what I fear is that Ohio State may get up early, and I don't mean big. I mean fourteen three, and right. Michigan may change their philosophy a little bit or do something that completely changes what they should do, and not be able to do what they've been able to do all year. So I think it'll be a close game. I think both defenses um, will will show who they are. And I think Michigan's defense is a little bit better than Ohio State's. But I think Ohio State's offense and, and passing game is more dynamic than Michigan's. Obviously, I'm not saying anything that's, you know, that nobody else has said before, but it's going to be about ball control. It's going to be about time of possession. And if Michigan's offensive line can do what they did last year, then that's what it comes down to. So go hopefully blue. Your co- yeah. Hopefully your coaching staff can, you know, look at the, the Northwestern Ohio state game to really look at all the tape from Ohio state this year and just recognize what has really stifled them from being the juggernaut that they were predicted to be, right. you know, I mean, they, they've stated, are and yeah, absolutely. yeah, they've been a top two team every, every week this year, but it's almost just like kind of because, well, why, I mean, it's almost like, well, why there's just not too many convincing wins on their schedule. So it's yeah, to it's the gonna, point, it's, I was going to say, it's, it's just to the point, point that it's just, the big 10, right? I mean, yeah, they're just more talented, right? Their players are just more talented. So even if Northwestern outschemes them, at some point, all those five-star athletes are just better than Northwestern athletes. And mm-hmm. that's all there is to it. Yeah. Northwestern may have put the best scheme together to beat Ohio State. Those guys are just better. The hope is when they go to play Michigan, that level's off. And right, we'll see. Right. We'll see. Yeah. And then aside from that, I mean, Tennessee pooped, laid a complete egg in at South Carolina, so they're gone. TCU was Last the game of the yeah. day. Yeah. Holy Absolutely. God, I mean, Jesus. That's so exciting. Um, Georgia kind of, you know, flaked off a little, but obviously still won their game. So it's really, yeah, I mean, it's, it's I mean, Michigan-Ohio State is it, and then you know, watching if TCU can continue to stay unbeaten. It's just, it's that simple right now. And then if God forbid, or I don't know if God forbid, but if TCU loses, it becomes a shit show. I mean, Tennessee blew it by losing because they could have slipped in or could benefit the loser of your game here on Saturday. And then there's also USC USC, who beat UCLA, which that was a fun game to watch for sure. Um, and I guess Oregon has two losses now, but they, yeah, they have two losses now, but Bo Nix played and they were able to handle Utah pretty easily. And I think they lose to Oklahoma, uh, to Oregon State, though, this weekend. But there's, right, yeah, I mean, there's, there's so much no going on here. But the main thing is just the two things. Yeah. It's TCU staying undefeated. They'll stay in. And whoever wins this matchup, yep. Ohio State-Michigan College is awesome. I can't wait for next season 
because I will do more preseason looking into college, I think, than I do the yeah. NFL because I just, I, I mean, again, much more success gambling in the college market, but Saturdays are much more fun than Sundays, and that's all there is to it. I mean, we said it pre-show, NFL, obviously we're, I mean, this that's what we do here, but this past Sunday in particular, it just sucked. And we both missed the right Sunday, I think, because it was just pretty <laughs> fucking boring. And that's and you know, that's not just our opinion. That's the consensus that we are both hearing trying to catch up on the weekend. Everybody was just like, well, it just was the, probably the worst week of NFL so far. So. Although Hopefully the Jets lost, better. right, Tim? The Jets lost an embarrassing. It's one of my. Show. It's my favorite weekend so far, <laughs> since week since beating the Bills week three. This is this is now my new favorite weekend. <laughs> Let's get out of here. All right, everybody. Uh, All right, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Go Lions. Go Dolphins. Yeah. Fucking yes. Jets. Let's oh, go, baby. Go Bears. I'm a Bears fan now. You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the network and subscribe to the full binge at Patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. And don't forget. I was going to say, um... <laughs> who did you just say? Fuck you, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cupcake clips are incredible. <laughs>